Welcome to the Fuel for Fat Loss podcast, bite-sized hacks for busy mamas who want to live their best life. My mission is to not only empower you to fuel your body, but also fuel your mind and your soul. I got you. I'm here to help you burn fat, increase energy, and confidence. I'm your coach and mentor, Simone Level. Dave, welcome. Hello. Simone, thank you so much. Hello. You're amazing. Thank you for having me. This is going <laughs> to be great. We're going to have you're fun. You're amazing. Okay. This is probably the most excited I have been. And that's why I've got like the fancy setup today because I don't <laughs> normally do lives with headphones and a microphone, but that's how important this conversation is today. I am so excited to have you here. It is an absolute honor. David Hernandez, thank you so much for joining me today into in today's live. Everybody, welcome. We're going to talk about emotional eating. This mm. is a massive, massive topic. You guys, you're in for a treat. David Hernandez is a nutrition specialist and coach. He's also a trainer and big, big, big. He is an emotional eating expert. Yes, ma'am. We are so excited to dive into this conversation because are you ready for the stat? 88% of people struggling with being overweight and unhealthy admitted they emotionally ate. 88%. That's crazy. And you know what? When I look back at my struggle, that is 100% what kept sabotaging good behavior mm-hmm. and, a, and a change for me. That's right. And I know so many people in our community right now are struggling with this and need to turn this around. You're going to be a source of information and crazy wealth of information today. I'm so excited to dive in. By the way, you guys, David Fernandez is going to be part of our next round. He's going to be doing a full live webinar for you guys, all on emotional eating, where we're going to dive deep today. We're just going to talk a little bit about why you're struggling with this and what you can do today to turn this around. But when you join our next round of Feel for Fat Loss, you're going to be in front of this guy diving deep so that we can put a stop to the sabotaging behavior. So um, Dave talks about how food is the enemy or people see food as the enemy when they're emotionally eating. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a coping mechanism for managing stress, anxiety, hurt, sadness, and pain and boredom. You guys, we're going to put all the links below, but you can follow Dave at Dave Cake Hernandez. We'll put it below so you can get the right um, spelling. He's also going to be doing his own webinar on emotional eating. It's called emotionaleatingsupport.com, or you can find it at emotionaleatingsupport.com. Okay, David, let's dive in. What is emotional eating? Thank you so much for having me, Simone. First off, this is absolutely important, I believe, and one area that you know, sadly, we tend to kind of want to avoid. Why? Because it's it's confrontational, right? It's personal. And in that, there is a lot of people in, you know, in this place that are suffering in silence, those that are dealing with being overweight, that are being unhealthy. And that suffering in silence causes people to feel that they're misunderstood, not understood, and that there is no basically a a support there that'll help them get out of it. So emotional eating, what is it? When we identify and we understand what it is, we can then be able to associate some of the things that might be causing us to be in that place, right? So emotional eating, if we bring it to the basis of it is behavior. 
And there's typically two types of behavior, right? There is innate behavior, things that are genetically what make us, right? That we can't necessarily change them. And then there's what we know, learned behavior. We've learned it. So emotional eating is a learned behavior. At some point in our life, something happened that got us to the state to learn to go to food as our emotional and physical release, right? So when we're looking at emotional eating, we always have to identify and look at, well, when did this pattern start? Why? Because behavior, all it is, is a series of patterns that are repeated in a specific way, in a specific sequence over and over again. So what does that do? When we're repeating this pattern over and over, it starts to create neuroplasticity. It starts to create neural pathways in our brain that then make that specific behavior very strong in our brain. And then our brain starts to associate when this happens, this is what I'm going to do. So when we look at these patterns of emotional eating, we will notice that there is something that is repeated. And what is repeated? A similar situation that has happened at some point that stems from the original moment that you chose emotional eating as your emotional release, right? David, like that is to me when, when you first told me that, I was like, okay, this is actually really freeing. It's not something that is a part of me. It's not something that's that right. I was born with. That's it's not right. something that's genetic or that I can't stop. This that's is something right. that I learned. And that's it's right. a fact neuroplasticity can be reversed. That's right. right? Every day yes. we are programming our brain. So mm -hmm. this is a programming that we did. We did this yeah. that we can reprogram. To me, that That's is right. absolutely freeing. And I hope you guys hearing this, if this is something that you're struggling with, that now you just found utter freedom in knowing we can change and we can yes. reprogram. It's just a behavior. That's, That's all right. that it is. That's right. And that's why I like to tell people a lot of times they feel shame and they feel guilt because they feel there's something wrong with them, that there's there's a problem with them. They have a problem in their brain. They have a problem with themselves. No, there's nothing wrong with you, right? You're not, you're, you don't have issues. You're not deformed. You're not an alien. You're nothing weird, right? This is simply something that you have learned to do because of something that was either influenced on you, you saw it from somebody else, somebody may have, you know, inspired this on you, and you simply learned to do that behavior. And just like you said, in the same way we learn to do it, we can then change that pattern and change that behavior if we take specific actions. Yeah. Would you say um, when you're talking to your clients that it's something usually learned from parents? Does that come up? Well, a lot of it has been stemmed from our childhood, yeah. right? And yeah. a lot of it is associated with how we are taught to look at food, our understanding mm -hmm. of food, right? And also looking at most of these behaviors that we learned stem from some type of trauma, some type of in situation that impacted our life. Something happened that then caused us to resort to food as a release mechanism. Now, here's the thing. Why is food such a thing to go to? Because it'll never say no. 
It never judges you. It never criticizes you. It's always there, right? It's always going to be accepting and inviting. And when we put this food in our mouth, it starts to fill a void, right? What's the void? It's really not filling the void that we need. It's filling our belly, right? It's filling a void internally, right? It makes us full, which then makes us feel like, oh, I'm feeling better. I'm being comforted, right? And so that's where that comfort food comes from, right? It's a certain satisfaction that we are masking, feeling that we are filling ourselves and dealing with the emotion. But what we're actually doing is we're hurting ourselves because we're not really dealing with our emotions. We're filling an empty void that is staying empty. And that's why a lot of times we can't stop doing it. Yeah. Right. And I remember when I was struggling with it, it was just, I'm stressed. And I just go to the pantry and I would That's just right. chocolate. For me, it's chocolate. And actually chocolate yeah. physiologically um, gives you a serotonin boost. Right. So it uh, in the moment mm-hmm. actually makes you feel good. Yeah. Right. And I remember, right. just, okay, I feel good. And then yeah. the guilt, the remorse, right. the shame. Right. And it's like this vicious spiral where right. I just felt completely out of control. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. And so on top of the guilt and the shame, you keep on adding more, right? And it just becomes such a vicious cycle that just keeps burying you deeper. And then you feel like, what's the point? I try this, I can never change it. So why even try? Let's just stay here and let's just keep on hurting ourselves more. Right. In the moment, because the satisfaction that we are getting with our taste buds and all that stuff, it feels like we are dealing with the situation and we are finding release when in reality, all we're doing is creating a stronger impact on our behavior neurologically, which is causing us to stay trapped in that place. Mm -hmm. So we're really just continuing with that programming. That's right. And that's that spiral. Um, This to me is just so fascinating because here's the thing, like in Feel for Fat Loss, we teach you what to eat, when to eat, how to eat it. These are all simple things. When you learn it, it's like, okay, I can put this into place. Fitness, perfect. I know it's a a mixture of strength training and and cardio. Okay, I can do this. But it's this kind of stuff that sabotages us over and over and over again from those good habits. So this is the stuff that's really important. Absolutely. So that's why, you know, in putting together this, there's a lot of information out there mm-hmm. for emotional eating, right? Go online, you can research it. One thing I found is that all they do is share information, but they don't typically give you a practical how to get over this, right? And that's the thing. If I tell you, you know, you're you're stressed and you eat, right? A lot of people have that issue. And many say, well, take this stress ball instead when you're stressed and squeeze a stress ball. Well, I mean, theoretically, it sounds okay, but practically it makes absolutely no sense because you're not just simply going to say, if that was the case, we'd simply say, oh, I'm stress eating. Let me grab this ball instead. And it would be such an easy fix. We wouldn't have this issue, but that's not the case. Why? Because of neuroplasticity. It's been embedded. It's been ingrained. Your brain has trails that it has created neuron to neuron, which the more we do this pattern, the stronger that neural connection becomes. So therefore, that's why simply saying I want to change isn't enough. Mm -hmm. Simply saying get this stress ball and change it to this, stop eating and do this doesn't work. 
You got to right? do the mind work. You got to ask yourself why and where did this come from? And, and, and how can we hit the reset button knowing that stuff? Right. You got to dive why deep. I- that's right. And that's why I put together what I call the emotional eating quadrant, right? Which breaks it down into four areas that we need to look at so that we can start changing the pattern. Mm-hmm. We can start changing the behavior, right? So it's a step-by-step analysis that we start to do. Why? Because when we understand where it came from, right? What's causing me to do this? Why do I keep doing it? And then how do I change it? It now becomes practical. I can understand rather than having no clue and simply saying, oh, do this instead. I mean, that's not that connection. It's like with our kids, you know, I think about with with Shelby, I'm like, don't do that. And then she'll continue to do it. But if I actually sit her down and say, now, listen, I don't want you to do that. Like, I don't want you to touch the pot on the stove because it's hot. It could burn you. It can leave a scar. Mm -hmm. So we Mm got to tell them the why. And then it's like, okay, now I get it. But if I just said, don't touch that, well, then she wants to touch it. (laughs) Right. And then the key there is you give her another option. You give her another outlet, right? Don't do this, do this, do these things instead. So now there's an association of, why I shouldn't do it, what's going to happen, why all this is is occurring, and then now the how. Without the how, everything is just beautiful information. But we need the how because as humans, if we learned how to do that, I need to learn how to do something else. Mm. Otherwise, I will continue to do the same thing. Why? Because we're creatures of habit. It's so easy for us to do that, right? Which again, frees me because when I know that I can just build a good, new, solid habit and all it is, is a repeated behavior that excites me because it's just something that we got to do day in and day Mm. out to the point where like, well, why wouldn't we do that anymore? So it's, so with, with emotional eating, it's a habit. That's right. It's nothing. Yeah. It's more. a behavioral habit that we learned. That's yeah. it. And now we Break just got to learn it, understand it, move it aside, and then work on the new habits to replace it. Is, is that what That's you're right. saying? Okay. That's right. And so the four, I will introduce them. I know we don't have yeah. time to go into yeah. all of them, yeah. but the first, the number one step that we do in the emotional eating quadrant is identifying the root cause. Mm. We have to understand that everything has a starting point, right? Your learned behavior happened at some point. It started somewhere. So we need to spend time identifying, well, when did this start? If we can associate the root of when it started, then we can start to look at the full entire scope of what is happening here versus simply saying, I have this problem, right? And then when did it start? You can identify the triggers that that come up. Well, then that's number two, right? We then have to identify, well, what is my trigger? What Mm -hmm. triggers me to go to food, right? Because we're going to notice that this, that stemmed, it's associated to the current situation, the root cause. Your triggers today, your current triggers that are causing you to emotionally eat, I can guarantee you are very similar to when it actually happened, your root wow. cause of the situation that initially occurred that made you to learn to emotionally eat. And, and you know, something that I, I want to stress again is um, it doesn't necessarily have to be tied to stress or 
anxiety or hurt right. or sadness. That's um, right. A, a client just emailed me literally two days ago and said, Simone, I'm not stressed. I don't have anxiety. I eat when I'm bored. Yeah. And that was like, wow. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think coming out of COVID, that was maybe a go-to. We're at home. Mm -hmm. The cupboard's right there. We're bored. So, you know, it, it's just, it's really interesting learning about all the different facets of this. Okay. So last question that I, I want to leave on today, and then I'm so excited to do our live yeah. deep dive webinar. So what is one thing that people can do today that is going to get them in the right direction if this is something that they're struggling with? Identify what triggers you to go emotionally eat, mm. right? Whether it's stress from work, whether it's stress from a bad relationship, whether it's maybe being overwhelmed by certain things, maybe it's anger, maybe it's something that somebody tells you, right? Something that is conflicting. Maybe it's a situation that you tend to avoid. Maybe it's fear. Maybe identify today. If you can look at when I emotionally eat, what happens before that leads me to this action? Mm -hmm. Because when we come back and do the, the deeper dive and we go into the webinar and into the masterclass, I'm going to teach you how all that information is so valuable because all those things are now going to be your alert systems mm -hmm. and your alarms that are now going to help you change your behavior into something that is healthy. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's like your boss says something to you, your husband says something to you, or um, maybe it's like a feeling that you get when someone um, says, I'm not available tonight to go out. Maybe right. you feel alone. You feel um, rejected, rejected. You feel abandoned. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to think of all the, the things for me I still, and it's something I'm, I'm a recovering emotional eater every day, you know, but, but I have the tools now in place and I, I want to dive even deeper with you, but for me, it's around two or three in the afternoon. I'm about to go pick up Shelby and I've, my to-do list is like this long. I'm also mm -hmm. a recovering perfectionist. And yeah. so I have this <laughs> crazy long list and I'm feeling so overwhelmed and so stressed because I feel like I haven't gotten anything done. And that's when I'm like, right. Yeah. That's when I'm mm -hmm. like, all right. Yeah. That feeling of overwhelmness of yeah. not doing things. Right. <laughs> and so I'll share yeah. this last, this example. I know we okay. got to go, but one of my, one of my students, she had chocolate a chocolate issue right? She wanted chocolate every time. So we identified that every time she felt overwhelmed and alone, she would go to chocolate. Mm -hmm. So then we started breaking things down in the emotional quadrant, right? That I taught her. And we identified that it wasn't because she wanted chocolate. What was happening is she felt lonely and chocolate reminded her of her grandmother. And what she really was needing and wanting in that moment was the comfort and the love of her grandma that she always got when she was in this very similar situation. Her grandmother raised her. She spent time with her. She was her everything, right? So the association that she put to chocolate was her grandma. And what she was needing in that moment was love and comfort. That is crazy. That's a great example. 
And that just puts everything into perspective. Again, David, like just knowing that this is a behavior, this is programming, neuroplasticity, Google that. Neuroplasticity literally means that we can, they're plastic, like they are movable, they are changeable. We can break Mm -hmm. those neurons and we can reconfigure them. So this is freeing. We can stop this behavior and habit and we can recreate and reprogram our brains. You're really a brain expert, really. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm so excited to dive deeper with you in our webinar. Um, Again, that will be for our next round of Fuel for Fat Loss clients, as well as VIP. VIP, you always get everything that I do. And um, also don't forget to follow Dave K. Hernandez across social media. I'm also going to come and check out your webinar, emotionaleatingsupport.com. David, such an honor to chat with you. Thank you so much for your time and really wanting to just help people. I can feel your heart and I can feel how much impact uh, you are making across your community and now my community. So I am so grateful for this time. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. And I look forward to our next one. Me too. All right. Thanks everyone for being here. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye everyone. Bye. Okay, my friend, can you believe that 2021 is almost over? And I want to ask you, do you want to close out 2021 super, super strong? Do you want to finish this year with zero regrets and get to 2022 having met all of your health and fitness goals? so that we can make new goals as we head into 2022. That's what I want for you. And if that's what you want for yourself, I wanna invite you to join our next round of Fuel for Fat Loss. This is going to be our biggest and best round yet. This next round, we are not only going to learn about eating the right food at the right time for the right reasons, we're not only gonna handhold you and keep you motivated and accountable so that you close out this year super strong, but we're also gonna be giving you $1,900 worth of bonuses. So you're gonna be receiving a bonus meal guide, a bonus meal prep party, 14-day access to our VIP app. We've got bonus webinars on hormones as well as with the registered therapist. We've also got our holiday recipe guide in the mix. So if you're ready to transform, take your health, your wellness, your fitness to the next level, this next round starting November 8th is for you. Check out fuelforfatloss.com. Registration is $199 for our six-week program. And as a return client, you get $60 off. So check it out on the site or head to our show notes for more. I hope to see you there. Want more? Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Simone N. Lovell, where I share daily lifestyle tips, recipes, workouts, and stuff that is going to make life a little more awesome.